Chapter Forty of Pee Wee Harris on the Trail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Pee Wee Harris on the Trail by Percy Keys Fitzhugh. Chapter Forty. Guess again. Alas, such is fame. The thunderous voice of P. Harris was mute. His blankly staring eyes spoke volumes. Libraries, in fact but they did not make a noise. The voice which had aroused the echoes at Temple Camp, which had filled the crystal-backed room at Bennett's candy store in Bridgeboro, was still, and it did not speak again for nearly twenty minutes. Even then it did not speak in its former tone of thunder. It could not have been heard for more than, oh, half a mile. The first occasion on which the voice of Scout Harris arose to its former height was on the last day before west ketchum summoned its bronze scouts over to the makeshift school which had been prepared in a vacant old-fashioned mansion they had had plenty of fun in the meantime and they went with a good will far be it from me to publish any unworthy hopes but if your school should ever burn down in the summer try camping in the autumn you'll find the woods more friendly then even the birds and chipmunks and squirrels seem to say come on let us get together and be friends for it's getting cool but to return to pee-wee's voice on the last day of the autumn camping the silver stunt cup was to be awarded it was an open secret that this was to go to nick vernon and the scouts of both troops were agreeable enough to this disposition of it many of them had performed conspicuous stunts but they were all agreed that nick's feat in flashing the message by searchlight was the stunt of the season perhaps nick's personality and consequent popularity had something to do with this at all events when the two troops were ordered to congregate under the old half-naked elm to which they had returned after their inglorious invasion of the east it was generally understood that the ceremony of presentation was to be purely perfunctory having no surprises for anybody safety first had been asked to do the honors but he had insisted on scoutmaster ned making the address that address has been memorable in West Ketchum history. It was, as Scoutmaster Ned himself said, the best address ever made on Frying Pan Island, because it was the only one. Bunch, he said, this is the happiest day of the year, for a school opens tomorrow. Groans. Hereafter, when I see a frying pan, I'll think of you and wish you were in it, being fried to a turn. Laughter don't laugh it's no laughing matter i'm on the verge of nervous presumption or whatever you call it and i'll be glad to get rid of you every one of you i've been asked to hand out this cup and it goes to st nicholas vernon because he sprawled the nice clean sky all up with scribbling and all that kind of stuff nobody read the message but that makes no difference because the proof of the message is in the sending just the same as the proof of the pudding is in the eating how about that scout harris I guess you fellows are all satisfied, and I should fret my heart out whether you are or not. Nick showed resource and alertness and a lot of other stuff that's in the handbook, page something or other. If it isn't there, it's somewhere else. Shut up and give me a chance to speak. Here you go, Nick. Catch this. Your silver cup of joy is full, and we shall all live happily ever afterwards. Anything more safety first? Nick Vernon never seemed more at ease and less interested than when he ambled toward the stump from which scoutmaster ned was descending and said in a quiet drawling voice yes something more may i have that stump a minute he stood there holding the silver cup in one hand his other hand against his hip 
in an attitude familiar to them all a little speech of thanks someone shouted make it short there was one who stood in that group unnoticed his eyes were fixed upon the winner and he was actually trembling with delight good idea i'll make it short and snappy said nick actions speak louder than words no they don't shouted Wee. the signal i sent said nick was red and the one who read it was a scout he's the one that stopped the car the cup was in the car and so he saved the cup it's his he tried to keep his scouting a secret and he didn't get away with it he beat scoutmaster ned hands down he left him guessing scoutmaster ned is easy but this kid can't put anything over me i've got him red-handed he's a scout and he's got us all looking like thirty cents he's a scout and he'll tell the truth if you corner him he won't lie here's to you here you go catch this pete hold your hand steady if you don't hold them up i'll chuck it plunk in your face as sure as i'm standing here i will i'm making this speech a presentation not scoutmaster ned you know so much about the handbook remember law one about telling the truth here you go peter piper you're the only scout that ever dropped into this frying pan catch it or by gosh but he didn't catch it because his eyes were glistening and his hands were trembling and you can't catch things in such a state he stood there like one transfixed hearing the uproar all about him nervously he stooped and picked up the glittering cup and held it as if he were afraid of it peter piper pioneer scout of piper's crossroads he would go home famous and rich a hero just as his mother had dreamed that some day he would it was just at that moment that scout harris really recovered his voice he recovered it in the moment of having an inspiration he jumped upon a barrel released his teeth from the apple into which he had plunged them and danced like a maniac sang at the top of his voice peter piper picked a peck of pickled peppers a peck of pickled peppers peter piper picked if peter piper picked a peck of pickled peppers where's the peck of pickled peppers peter piper picked then finding the place in the apple where his mammoth bite had been interrupted by his inspiration he completed the bite eating and singing at the same time was one of the great scout stunts of the season end of chapter forty end of Pee Wee harris on the trail by percy keys fitzhugh